0: Today on the show, epic reunions make us realize we still have much to learn. Welcome to Lore Party, the podcast that explores the stories, characters, and universes of our favorite video games and TV shows on Disney Plus. I'm Jaden, and joining me is the Dark Lord himself. I'm I'm just sick. I'm not Darth Vader. <laughs> Are you sure? You, yeah. You were breathing quite heavy in the in the pregame. Yeah,
1: I've been suffering from a tad cold for the last like oh, four days. The dark
0: side is infecting your soul.
1: Yes, very much. But I'm feeling better, so cool. Here we go. <laughs>
0: Would you say this episode
1: revitalized you? Oh, totally. Yeah. Definitely, definitely did. So, yeah, t- today on the show, we're going to, uh, we have another exciting episode to recap of the Kenobi story. This episode has a lot of back and forths and parallels, and we finally get our flashbacks that we have uh, so desperately wanted, especially Jaden. Absolutely. Yes.
0: Oh, my gosh. It yep. wasn't quite what I expected, but it was still really, really good. Right. However,. With Order
1: 66 and seeing and hearing some of what happens, we're going to be discussing some themes on the show today that reflect some real-life events that might be upsetting or disturbing, so especially in light of recent tragedies in Texas and other places across the United States, so just please be mindful going into this specific episode.
0: Absolutely. We want everyone to have fun.
1: We definitely want you guys to have fun, so again, we love to hear from you guys, our listeners. So, email us at podcast at with your thoughts and episode ideas. We also stream weekly on Twitch, so be sure to follow us on twitch.tv slash lore underscore party. And of course, you guys can connect with us on Instagram and Twitter at lore underscore
0: party. All right, so we are this close, Kevin. We are one episode away from the finale of Kenobi. How are you feeling so far?
1: I'm feeling pretty good. I think uh, about the
0: show, not about the sickness, because you sound horrible. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
1: um, I I feel like uh, I feel like death, but I I, I sound good dying. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But I I like this episode. I really liked this episode. I thought this episode was really good. I think the show has been pretty good so far. I like the pacing. I think the pacing for specific episodes has felt a little weird at times, but. For the overall story so far, I think it's done a really good job, and I think that hearing what people say is kind of interesting because it's like the complete opposite of what I've perceived from the show um i I, I don't think there's much critical thinking in, in the negativity for this show personally, but I really i've I've had a good time watching it like i've been excited for every episode to come
0: i I definitely think that a lot of uh people who have negative things to say about the show if they still had those negative thoughts at the end of this episode uh they're just trying to be mean yeah, that's you're honestly just, how i feel
1: you're just trying to troll like just, yeah it's not this eh.
0: this episode gave you like all the all the critiques all the little critiques that i had of the show actually made me like i i, I they disappeared at the end of this episode because I'll, it was amazing how all, all of it was addressed in like 20 minutes Yeah, and we'll get we'll get into the specifics eventually, but uh, we just you know I just think first impressions, man. They the writers of this show were like, oh, ooh, that plot thread you were worried about, that plot hole. Yeah, we're gonna fix that right now.
1: Yeah, I think they did a very good job of bringing everything together and kind of like putting it all in one episode. Like all the questions that we've had, like the majority of all the questions we've had, have just been like thrown at us in this one episode. All the answers, and it's been great to to just you know. It's, it's just fun. Like, it's just I like now getting those questions and they did a good job of like stringing us along for the last couple episodes of like, dang it. What is this person's backstory? Damn, what, what is this going to do? What does this mean? And, and they just answered yep. all that in this episode. And it, it was a really good job.
0: I absolutely agree. All right. So let's get into the episode. But before that, we're going to do a quick ad break. So please stick around. Listen to that. And we'll be right back. All right, so let's get into the episode. We open up with a beautiful over-the-shoulder shot of a young Anakin Skywalker looking off on Coruscant. And they're standing in, I don't know if you noticed, it's the same training area that we got in episode one of Kenobi. Mm -hmm. Standing in that same little room. And what's kind of cool is that he's staring off uh, in the exact direction of Padme's apartment. I don't know if you caught that. I did not. Okay. Yeah. So he's he's longing for her, even you know, even from a distance, and I kind of love that. And uh, Obi Wan Kenobi enters. He also looks de-aged, which the CGI on this looked really good. They actually looked like straight out. Even the hairstyle, I thought, looked really good. I didn't think they were. Looked no, you don't too, think so. I didn't think they looked too de-aged. But well, I mean, they're not that old. That's the thing. Yeah, they looked. I think they looked just de-aged enough. Kind of. I I, di- I did notice a couple
1: other things too, where um, Anakin had his hand still, so it's pre, at least pre battle with Dooku. So like you could tell he, um, I that's thing is like I was trying to figure out like what time frame is this specific duel? in. like is as, so I can he actually met tell you. Padme yet? Like yeah, tell me, I want to know.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so if uh, chronologically, uh, the only reason that he would be looking at that apartment is because Padme is there. Padme arrives on that apartment the day of uh, the, of like the, the beginning of the episode, she arrives like that day to do the trade negotiations. And so Obi-Wan and Anakin, they get back, they do the training, and then I'm pretty sure they get in the shuttle and go to see Padme. Nice. Like that's just their morning training battle. That's cool. So he's looking at like, this is like, like, this, this is like pre, like literally like 10 minutes before they meet her up, meet up with her in episode two. Nice. Which I was like, it's awesome.
1: Yeah, now that is really cool, and I remember uh, just watching this and seeing it and being like, "Wow, these guys that they, they, like they're just they had nothing's changed. Like they're just they're just hanging out playing with lightsabers, yep. you know." Like it was really cool. It was as great. you do. Yes, as you do. And as soon as the duel starts, right when they start clashing a couple times, we get a cut uh, right to close up of Vader, and Vader uh, present day is informed that they know where Kenobi is. And Riva comes out, and she's like, "It is an honor to be on this ship." And he's like, "I don't care. Stop formalities. Get out yeah. of here. Like I don't shut care." About, yeah, shut up. I don't care about that. Where's Kenobi? And they inform uh, him that he's on uh, Jabin. And so Vader says that Riva has done well, and says Neil, and he grants her the title of Grand Inquisitor. And we see she gets like this nice little grand inquisitor pin
0: she's so yeah and she's so excited she's so happy yep 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 and it's like oh man this is you you know you're happy to be here you're in the bad guys house now good job made it to the big leagues kid absolutely after this we cut to jabim where ben and company have uh arrived uh, with a base that's just chock full of refugees i don't think they were all there in the the first episode that we saw the planet no i think like maybe Maybe the, all the cells have, like, rallied these people here to, like, get them to move out. Well, they you said know, that they like...
1: have been um, all meeting, like, in the last, like, couple hours. Like, because they were about to leave, but they were held. Like, the transport trade route or whatever was, like, held. That way they could go get mm-hmm. Kenobi and um, Leia and Tala. Like back from the um, yeah. they used one of the ships they used one of the like transport like cargo we have
0: two ship yeah. and you took one yeah. so we cannot yeah. leave and it's kind of cool because it's, like it's like a little mini reunion of all the, all the characters that we that, we, uh, that we've, we've encountered including uh, Corrin which I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep bringing that up because I know that Rogue One is or Rogue Squadron is on it's way so I'm hoping that that's the connection that they bring us Corrin Horn that would be really really cool that would be cool but we'll see uh there are some of our other characters you know of course the main ones are haja and uh the loading droid mm-hmm. and obi-wan's kind of like oh it's it's i'm so surprised that you're here and he's like hey man i had nowhere else to go
1: yeah he's like now wanted by the empire
0: yeah he's wanted by the empire and he has that great line where he's like uh but <laughs> but now i know what it feels like being a jedi it's not easy this place is a good business opportunity though yeah. <laughs> oh my god which, you know, Obi-Wan's just like, God damn it, I found another Hondo. I'm so sick of meeting opportunistic ass,
1: ba- ass bags. I don't think Haja's a bad guy, to be honest. I really don't think Haja would like, you know.
0: No, no, he's clearly not a bad guy because no. he you know, he did all that stuff to help Kenobi in the first place. Exactly. it's very much flashes of Hondo. And I was like, ah, that's who I would have loved to have seen in this series. I, lo- I would love to see like a-, a-, a Hondo helping out Kenobi. That would have been fun. That'd be cool. So while this, so after this happens uh, Ben goes to, to Roken uh, which you didn't know that's Ice Cube's son yes. by the way.
1: Yes. I remember texting you being like, "Wait a minute. Hold on." And then yeah, I I I thought that was I was, was cool. I was like, "Yeah, you didn't know?" I yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't realize it in the other episode, but like I saw I saw him and
0: he's talking to him and I'm like, "Hold on a second." So that's cool. I think that's cool. Yeah, that's great. Um and he tells her like he tells him like, "Hey, we got to get Leia to Alderon." And he's like, "Listen, I will do that, but my first priority is to get all these other people out. We only have a few hours to get these people out, and Ben's like, "All right, we will do what we can. Let's get them out of here quickly."
1: I thought that was cool that he's like, he's doing more, you know, like generally things Jedi, general things, things but like Jedi things, where he's like, he's not like trying not to help people. You know, like obviously he's there, so it's not like he's he's already on the run. So you know, his his thought process is. Okay, I'm here. I might as well might help as well people. Pitch in. But I think he's yeah. feeling good about it and and it's kind of him coming back to the, like the old Obi-Wan style, you know. Absolutely. So after this we have a quick cut to Vader and he's in hyperspace and he's just kind of standing there looking at hyperspace and he says that they need to lock down the facility. They figured out where the facility is, they need to lock it down. And they kind of say, well, they can last for so long. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like, don't worry about that. Lock down the facility. And then we cut back to evil Lola. So Lola is, you know, evil. She's been tracking them. She's the whole reason why they know where everybody is. Lola flies into kind of like a control module where uh, a lot, like, a lot a lot of wires are located (laughs) it it was just spaghetti man like I don't know who cable management doesn't exist in this universe I don't know but it was a mess
0: listen uh, the the Star Wars world is a world of OSHA violations Yeah, I've said this before there's no handrails on anything there's no cable management everything is clearly past its safety dates for anybody who's an electrician or a PC
1: builder or anything like that You probably saw this and was just like, oh, God, oh, God, like your heart started pounding. Yeah. Well, we see Lola go into this spaghetti of wires and then begins tampering with them. Uh, Starts like, you know, uh, I think frying one of them, like doing all sorts of stuff to the control module. And while this is going on, Ben is looking at all of the engravings from other Jedi that are on the cave's walls. Uh, Just like when we were in the path area in the other planet, we see these, these... Drawings, and they look very similar. And then you hear Ben say out loud, the light will fail, but is never forgotten. And so it, it's back to that Jedi, you know, um, it's like the Jedi sayings are just kind of getting back and thrown back at him all in force this entire journey. And then we yep. pan over and see a crate with eight lightsabers showing. I don't know if there's any more in this crate, but we see eight of them just sitting there. And Ben starts, he picks one up and he starts examining it. I thought he put it up to his face just like Luke does at that one. You know, when he first looks at it, I was like, oh, God, what are you doing? (laughs) That meme, yeah. Yeah. And then he puts it down and then we see some robes. And Ben starts examining the cloaks and robes as well. And all of a sudden, Lola sabotages the sky gate uh, for the whole facility, which then shuts completely and the controls now are not responding. And everybody's like, what the hell? Alarms are going off. And then all of a sudden, as soon as this happens, they're informed that a Star Destroyer has arrived in orbit right above them. Uh, And so they're like, what do we do? And Obi-Wan instantly says, he'll attack next. He hasn't the
0: patience for a siege. He hasn't the patience for a siege. And don't worry everybody, we're going to get to, there's there's a bunch of names on those wall carvings, we don't have time to go over them now, we'll probably catch them in the recap. What it, there's some interesting ones in there. Did you notice anything about the lightsabers? Uh, no, nothing about the lightsabers, oh. uh, but clearly they're, you know, they're either uh, Jedi left them behind so they wouldn't be found, or they, maybe they were recovered off the bodies of Jedi that didn't make it all the way, you know, this might be like a trinket from somebody, but. Maybe we'll get some backstory on those. All I know is that General Grievous was very sad that he was not allowed to take those <laughs> lightsabers. There was plenty of additions for his collection.
1: <laughs> One of the things that I noticed about them was: Did you notice how shiny they were? Like they were very grandiose lightsabers, yeah. rather than like Obi Wan's isn't as shiny. It's it's clearly been used for years, but these ones looked kind
0: of newish. There, I if I had to guess, these these ones were uh, recently left behind. Yeah. By, the, by Jedi who met, passed through, which to Obi-Wan was probably reinvigorating because that means that, you know, these guys were just here. Like, yeah, he's just yeah. on the tails of finding some Jedi, you know, some Jedi knights that he thought were all gone. He thought everyone was dead, and now he's finding out that there's a whole secret, uh, you know, underground railroad of Jedi.
1: What gets me, too, is if you think about it, the Jedi at that time prior were a grandiose, like, force you know they were elegant and it kind of almost to the point though where it wasn't like down to earth or what i shouldn't say down to earth down to terra right it sounds more (laughs) like it, it they weren't really able to connect with the everyday person like they they felt like a higher up society almost it wasn't like you know like the jedi were there to protect you the jedi now were just there to protect like rich people and politicians so like i saw these lightsabers as a you know, they were the most pretty and elegant thing in the room around all these people who were damaged, dirty, running around just trying to survive. So it, it kind of felt like that's that's in the past, you know? Like that that's, that's just, that's not them anymore.
0: That's not Jedi anymore. That was a very interesting way of looking at that. I didn't think of it that way. So one of my favorite things about this episode, too, is that uh, the flashbacks between Anakin and Obi-Wan, uh, they are interspersed into this episode beautifully and it 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 tells a a a a duality of the themes that are going on but you know vader's vader slash anakin's thinking versus obi-wan's strategy obi-wan clearly knows what anakin is thinking because you know he spent so much time with him and a great example of this is in this in the second part of this flashback uh they're in the middle of the duel still they're they're fighting and anakin is just taking these aggressive attacks at obi-wan who always has his if, if you know anything about Star Wars, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi, he's a master of the defensive style of lightsaber combat, whereas Anakin is a master of one of the most aggressive forms of lightsaber combat. And so it's really cool watching the two, you know, attack versus defense, bouncing off each other. And Obi-Wan even says, uh, you know, you're, you're getting too aggressive, Anakin. You know, be mindful. A Jedi's goal is to defend life, not take it. And Anakin, being Anakin, is just like, mercy doesn't defeat an enemy master. Which is like, you know, gee, how did we not know this guy was going to be crazy? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, right. <laughs> No one noticed this? Yeah. Is there no, is there no school counselor, guidance counselor for, Je- for young Jedi in training? So after he says that uh, their blades clash together, Anakin's kind of, he's got the advantage at Obi-Wan. And he goes, which is why you're going to lose. And then we cut to Vader looking out at Jabim, telling them to launch an attack. He's like, we're going in aggressive. Like, we're going to get him. I don't have time.
1: And it's a cool testament to show how Vader is still in his own way, like of just being yep. the aggressor. Like that's all he's gonna be as the aggressor, the aggressor. Obi Wan
0: understands. You can tell. You can tell that he's learned from the first. He's over the initial shock of Episode Three. Mm-hmm. He's like, okay, I have to think about Vader as my enemy. Yeah. How yeah. do I outsmart him?
1: Yeah. So Ben tells everyone that we just need to get everyone ready to leave and fix the door. Which is, yeah, easier said than done. He then informs everybody that Vader doesn't want all of them. Like, it's not about them. It's about him. And that this is the best way for everyone to survive. They don't need to stand and fight. They don't need to do any of that. They don't need to put up, like, a crazy fight. They just need to wait it out for the door to get fixed, and yep, they'll be fine. And this is cool because we finally start to see the general almost emerge again. He's like bark I don't want to say barking orders, but he, he's giving people orders. He's like,
0: you're going to do this. Everybody's got to do this stuff. We're going to do this. He realizes that he's, you know, the one they're going to look to because these are, in, in essence, the last vestiges of people who still believe in the Jedi. Correct. You know, most of the galaxy has given up or forgotten about them. That was 10 years ago. No one really cares about them. Yeah. But these people... They're all either force sensitive or they're related to someone who was force sensitive or they're someone who helped someone. You know, these are the people that like they gave up everything because they believed in the Jedi and it would be irresponsible of him to abandon them now. Plus, if any other Jedi were actually there, they'd still look up to him because he's a general and a master. (laughs) Yeah, he is. He is Kenobi. Like, again, he is on the council. He was his face is on the holotapes every day. Which is why it's so funny that no one recognized him. I know. <laughs> when he's walking around the city, it's like, this is it would be like, um, oh, God, it would be like if a celebrity was just walking down the street, that you and he's like, well, I haven't seen him in a couple of years. He hasn't been in much. But I was like, oh, wait, that's him. That's him. So, again, we see this general. He's starting to emerge. It's pretty cool.
1: And he instructs everyone what to do and how to reinforce the area and, you know, block all the other exits and only keep the one that we're going to be at. And then we see a back-and-forth montage between Ben's people getting ready and then stormtroopers arriving with uh, Reva. We just see the back-and-forth of that. It's, it's a nice, fun montage. Uh, I kind of wish it was a little uh, a little 80s, like, you're the best. Ah! Like, I thought it would be funny to put that out with it, but we see everybody getting ready and stuff, and it's, it's, it's
0: a nice tension buildup for what it is. Absolutely. So as they're getting ready, uh, the stormtroopers, they... They they set up like this really awesome cannon, mm-hmm. and they start firing at the door. They start blasting using the big guns. They start blasting, which I really, I, I again, I like the, uh, I like the way that it's set up too, because like Star Wars, it never the the way that the guns work never make any sense to me, because it's like these things are are battery powered, so why why are they loading like canister charges into these things. they just like throwing what, grenades. Like episode, yeah, like episode three's uh, uh, the, the Separatist droid ships when they fire the thing and then the canister spits out the back. I'm like, I get it. You're trying to do like old World War II ships, but like, how does that make sense? I know, I know. How is that an efficient way to shoot your ships? Hey, you know what? It looks cool, though. It does look cool. That's it. That's the thing is that Star Wars will always defer to does it look cool? Yep. Yes. All right, well, then we're fine then. And, so, and while this is happening, you know, everyone's like, why aren't the doors opening? Like the hangar doors. We need to get those open and uh, they realize that something might be wrong in the upper console area where we saw uh, Lola fly into, <laughs> and and Leia's like, and they're like, like none of, are, none of us are, none of us are, none of us are small enough. Leia's like, I'll do it, and it's Hodge's idea too. It's Hodge's idea. Why can't you just like go cl- climb in there? Yeah. So Leia volunteers to go up and fix it, and Roken, who hasn't really had much experience with Leia, is like, you know what? Shush, kid. Like, be be quiet. Stop. You don't need to go up there. And Ben's like, do as she says. You trust me. I trust her. Get her a ladder. And it's like, Ben knows that she can handle her shit. So he's like, "Get, just go. And then he's like, hey, Haja, uh, can, you, can you keep an eye on her? I got, I, I, my, my, my cell phone's going off. I need to go, I need to go somewhere real quick. Mm-hmm. And Haja's like, I'm not a babysitter. <laughs> I kept thinking
1: of Steve Harrington <laughs>
0: the whole time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> babysitter Haja, babysitter Steve. So Ben suddenly receives a message from Morgana and kind of goes off to a remote area. And we see this message where he pops up and he says, I know we said no communication, but your silence worries me. If he's found you, if he learns of the children, if I don't hear from you soon, I will head to Tatooine. Owen will need help with the boy. I pray you're safe, Obi-Wan, both of you.
0: That message was crazy because shows... That was the, the only part of the episode that I didn't like. I was like, God damn, damn it. it! That's going to that's gonna come up later. Oh,
1: yeah. No, no, no. I loved it, though, because it, to me, I like that Organa is such a big deal in the lead up to A New Hope. Like, he's doing a lot more still than just, like, I watch Leia. You know what I mean? Like, he's actively involved in everything that's going on, and I know he was, like, in passing, like, in in, like mentioning, you know, in in other episodes like post post uh, episode 4 like he's mentioned and stuff, but I really thought this was cool that it really shows his active involvement. So it adds more weight to spoiler alert, his death like later on in Star Wars, you know, story time. I I think that's really cool that he also was like I'll go grab Luke, like I'll help Owen, I'll do what I got to do. Like I thought that was cool that there was this potential for Luke to be more involved in Leia's upbringing, family upbringing, you know what I mean? I, I thought that was really cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, he is just a worried parent at the end of the day. Correct, and he and that's the thing is he may be raising Leia, but he still cares about Luke. And I have a feeling yeah. that
1: he later on, at least, uh, checks in once in a while with how Luke is doing.
0: We'll see. Maybe we don't know. I like to think. That. I, I mean, I think, I think it would be. I again, I think I was like, I was like, no, this is so dumb. But at the same time, like. He's a worried parent, yeah, you know? Yeah. He's worried about his daughter. He, he literally, he, he very much believes Leia is his daughter. Yeah, And he's like, I'm just, you know, he's just, I'm just, I pray both of you are safe, and I really like that.
1: Yeah. So after this, Tala shows up and asks if everything is all right. And Obi-Wan says, it will be. She explains the mission that she went on where she was in the Empire. She just kind of, like, looks at him and is like, hey, man, like, here's my backstory. So we get her backstory of why she specifically is doing what she's doing. And she talks about how the Empire lied to her. Told her that she was going to punish, like, tax avoiders. And instead, 14 people died, six of them were children. And she could not do anything to save anybody or help anybody. And she found out that it was a force-sensitive raid, basically, on these children.
0: Yeah, the children were the targets.
1: Yeah, and she couldn't help them, but now that's why she so she says like now I do this and she says to Ben that he was right some things you can't forget but you can fight to make them better and I thought that was really cool because it it reinforces to Ben like hey man like I get it you got some baggage some shit happened you don't need to forget it nobody's asking you to forget these things but you can still work to make the world surroundings and, and what, what is in the present better because even though that stuff happened, you can do it. It's okay. And I thought, I think she's been a great character uh, of, especially of influence to Obi-Wan for this short amount of time that we've seen her so far.
0: Absolutely. They're interrupted because the empire is finally breaking down the doors. Ben says he needs to go talk to Riva. He's going to try to buy some time for them to get the doors open. She agrees, and we finally, finally get to h- h- get the answers to the questions that we all had, like, at the beginning of episode two, or the end of episode two, where she was like, hey, I know who Darth Vader is. It's about time. And obi yeah, finally. Obi-Wan's like, you knew who Vader is. And it finally clicks his head, he was like, wait a minute, you were a youngling. You know, he's like, he's like, wait a minute, he killed the other younglings, but somehow you survived. And she just screams back, like, enough! Like, she's... Her, the her whole like grand mystique is being re- unravelled by this, this person she's trying to kill. Yeah, and this is the part that uh that we that we get we get another flashback to to Order sixty six, and I was you know a lot of us speculated and I, I I was right I agree. Uh, Riva was one of the little girls that we see at the very beginning of episode one of Kenobi, running for her life while her master gets gunned down by the clone troopers. And she is standing with her classmates, and all of a sudden she sees Anakin Skywalker walking towards her in the hallway with Stormtroopers following, or Clone Troopers following. And she says, I thought he was there to help us. I tried to help them, but I couldn't. I was too weak. When he left, I played dead, hid with the bodies, felt them grow cold. They were the only family I knew, and he slaughtered them and and that that just oh my god that that was that's dark. such a it was a dark sequence but it was it was a very cool idea of a a youngling you know somehow surviving by playing dead i don't i i don't know how that sequence would have worked but we find out we we get a little bit of a story later in the
1: episode too and it's really interesting too because she kind of almost breaks i, I say like air quotes character from her dark side self as she's talking to Obi-Wan about this. She's yeah. not angry. She's not, she's not bitter. She at least when she's describing this situation, she almost reverts back to She's just a scared, scared little girl. Yeah, That's just all she is. She's a scared little girl. That's what she Yeah, you're right.
0: She just she just she's all of a sudden she's back there watching. You got to remember again, this would be like uh your, you know, the the guy you hurt cuz Anakin was the Jedi. He was the Jedi Knight, man. Like he was the yeah. guy that everybody looked up to. And just to see your hero walking in and just killing all of your friends must have just been so shocked i I'm surprised that she had the uh the wherewithal to play dead you mm-hmm. know like there's all those those younglings uh in the council chambers who were like, master skywalker yeah. there's too many of them what are we gonna do yeah. like you know they were just in shock when he did it, but she managed to be quick on her feet and fall over and pretend to be dead yeah and this makes obi-wan after he hears this it makes him realize he's like you're not serving him, are you? You're hunting him. So now we get the grand reveal that Reva is only taking on the roles an inquisitor so that one day she can have her chance to get revenge on Anakin slash Vader. And I was like, that's such a cool idea. Mm-hmm. Now we see why she, she knew that to cat to, if she could capture Obi-Wan, then Vader would, would be, you know, have more favor upon her, which means she would be closer to him. She could learn its weaknesses, and she could finally take revenge.
1: But also, his weakness she's now learned is Obi Wan. That's the whole yeah. thing. His weakness. Well, no, she's is always that, known. Yeah, but like he's blind. He's she finally gets to see it for herself, and she sees how blind Darth Vader is Absolutely.
0: on his like.
1: You know, he's just he has blinders on, and he's just like one track mind. I want to kill this guy. That is all yep. I
0: care about. And Obi-Wan's even like, "Hey, you know what? We can take him together if you help me." And that honestly that kind of sets Riva back into her like revenge mode cuz she's mm-hmm. like she's like she's like, "You don't want Anakin dead. You know, where where were you when he was destroying the temple and killing all of us? You know, you he was your padawan. Why didn't you do anything?" Which it's so great because like you can see the pain in his face cuz he's like, "I tried. I mm-hmm. tried." From the Mm -hmm. day I rescued him on Tatooine, I tried to set him right, and it clearly did not work. And before he can even respond, she's like, you know what? I don't need your help. I don't need anyone. I've been on my own. I'm fine. I'm going to take care of you and him.
1: So then he says, you don't have to be alone. And she says he has no idea what she's done alone and breaks open the door with her lightsaber. It just goes right through. It doesn't even, like, sit there anymore and, like, start to go. It just right through. Almost hits him. (laughs) Which, (laughs) like... Again, everyone's like, "Why didn't you do that in the first place?" Yeah, because they're both up against the door, <laughs> like talking through the door. Yeah, it was it was woo. So that door wide open now, and a fight breaks out, and everybody's kind of shooting at each other. They got shields. They're trying to like basically just hold them back. And Obi Wan is the one, you know, he's got the lightsaber. He's killing a couple. He's back and forth, back and forth. But then they all start to have to fall back. They, they they're getting overwhelmed, even though it's a tunnel and it's it's a um, you know. One area that they really have to shoot at—it's a funnel for stormtroopers to just go through. They're still yep. losing. They're, it's just numbers overwhelming.
0: Well, they're not soldiers. they exactly. stormtroopers. I know they're not as good as clones, but they're—you know—they're fighting farmers and yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, on the run politicians. They're not fighting. Uh, they're not fighting. This is not the rebellion. Correct. Like, I, I love that. Yeah. This is not the rebellion. This is what the what the rebellion will draw strength from. But yep. these are like the administrators of the rebellion. Yeah.
1: yeah. So we finally get to the other door. That's where we now are up against. And everybody's trying to get through the other door. Somebody gets shot. It's a lot of doors this episode. It's a lot of doors. Somebody gets shot and Obi-Wan grabs them, helps them, and is bringing back uh, the person to the other area. And then we see Tala get shot. Smack in the stomach. Like just poof. Yep. And Ben sees it and is like, oh my god. And you see this worry in his face, and he is doing everything he can to get to her.
0: He doesn't want to lose another friend.
1: Exactly. So, so now we get to see the loader droid. Our favorite loader droid
0: is kicking
1: ass, throwing stormtroopers around, shooting them. Literally, like, the best, you know, I want that. I want that on my team. And the yep. loader droid now sees what happens. The loader droid instantly runs over and just stops what the, they're doing and becomes like a, a shield and just go, like stares at, at Tala and just uses their back to just protect her, and is just a shield. And then you see Tala crying like, no, don't do that, don't do that. And the loader droid just kind of like looks at her, and you, you hear like the like of the movement, and yep. all of a sudden it just it, it deactivates.
0: Which is like super sad. Like I was super sad. Like that. I'll talk about the loader. I care more about droid deaths than I do about human deaths. Sometimes in Star Wars,
1: I know. I'll talk about this droid later uh, towards the end. But it was sad. And Tala turns and looks, looks at Ben, who's fighting his way to save her, and she holds a grenade. And as the loader droid has now starting to shut down to protect her with its own body, she looks at Ben and says. May the force be with you. And they, like, grab Obi-Wan. The people uh, who are at the door grab Obi-Wan and pull him back. And he's, like, screaming. And then you just hear the the door closes and you just hear the explosion. It's just, yep, it was sad.
0: Which, that was a natural pause in the episode, so we're going to take it as a natural pause to do an ad break for you real quick. Hey, hey! So stick around, and we'll hear from our sponsors, and we'll be right back to finish up this episode of Kenobi. All right, we are back. We find that Vader has been informed that the Grand Inquisitor, Grand Inquisitor Riva, has breached the walls, and Vader. You know they. they, There's dude. Vader's helmet's so good at portraying emotion, because like the way they. You know they. You know he can. He can sense that Kenobi's also breaking. He orders Riva to stand down. Obi Wan is already theirs, and then in the same instance, we cut back to, uh, Anakin and Obi Wan in their duel in the training room. And it's kind of cool because Anakin, uh, he gets the upper hand on Obi-Wan and he starts swinging his lightsaber blade down really aggressively the same way that Luke does in episode six to beat him, like to cut off his fricking arm yep. in Return of the Jedi. And, and he even says, there's no way out, master. Admit you were beaten. And then it cuts back to present day Ben slash Obi-Wan, which I love that, you know, we, I love this. I love the transitions from this episode. Just, you know, Anakin and Obi Wan to Vader and Ben, yeah. jumping back and forth, and Ben decides he is going to give himself to Vader, and Roken is just like, "Hey, if you do this, it's all for nothing, like everything we've done," and he says, "No, you know what? Vader expects me to give up, so he gives his lightsaber, his communicator, and his blaster to Haja, and he tells him to look after Leia, and this time Haja doesn't even like say anything, you know, yeah. like no, no protests, and." Roken asks, "How is he going to fight without a weapon?" And to call back to episode 4, he goes, "There are other ways to fight."
1: Love it. Love it. So now Ben has given himself up. He's escorted outside while Leia is working on fixing the door still. While they wait for Vader, Ben and Riva have a little back and forth, and Ben tells Riva that she's not bringing Vader to him. He's bringing Vader to her, which I thought was really cool. Uh, he says yeah. that, th- and she's like, you're doing what now? And he says that there are families back there, there are children. Is she going to let him do, do it again? Like, are you going to let him do the same thing again? Because he doesn't care about these people. He's going to do it again just for fun. Like, w- are, are you going to let him do this again? And you can see her actively being concerned all of a sudden. But then all of a sudden she looks at him and she kneels down a little bit further and she goes, what makes you think he won't see it coming? And he looks at her and says exactly what she kind of has realized, but also, I think it clicks more now. He looks yep. at her and says, "Because all he will see is me."
0: Absolutely. We cut back to the duel again between Anakin and Obi Wan, and uh, Obi Wan actually loses his lightsaber; it gets knocked away. You know, which is funny because Obi Wan's always chastising Anakin about losing his lightsaber, but whatever. <laughs> and, and Anakin says, uh, "There, your weapon's gone. It's over." And Obi-Wan just, like, chastises him again. He's just like, your need for victory, Anakin, it blinds you. Which is like, oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Okay, parallels, mm-hmm. parallels. We see a visibly concerned and confused Anakin, who's like, wait, what do you, no, it's over. Like, what do you mean? No, you're... you have no weapon. And then it cuts to Vader. Vader walking into the area, and Reva tells him that Ben is secured inside the tunnel. Which is so funny because like that, that that was such a trap. Like you, you don't know oh it's God. a trap. It's like why is he not just kneeling out here in front of all the soldiers?
1: Yeah, and we don't know if if this was a plan between the two of them. Like Riva was like, "All right, I'll put you in there." We don't know. That's a, that's another thing. No, that
0: I think it's implied. I think it's like she was like, "All right, well, I'm gonna put you in there because because like it's it's easier for him to escape two guards than like the entire." like, stormtrooper battalion that's out that's here. That's what
1: I thought, because I was like, there's no way she's that stupid that she just put him in there with two... Go-. Like, I was like, come on! There has to be... Like, yeah, they no, have to be working together
0: he, now. He, yeah, he... You know, this is absolutely, like, a... It's it's, it's very similar to the, um... uh, uh Darth Maul and Ahsoka team-up yeah. in the last episodes of Clone Wars, where yeah. she's like, you know, like, I'm not... I'm not rooting for you. I'm just, I'm gonna put you in a position to escape, but I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna help you. Yeah. So and while this is happening, Leia finally sees uh, what she needs to fix, and freaking Lola comes out and starts attacking her. But it's Lola, you know, it's mm-hmm. a droid made for children. It doesn't so have any weapons. Is, she... It's just like <laughs> it's just <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just like screaming at her, and it's like oh, this is kind of adorable. Although I was like, I was like, I, I was, I honestly thought I was like, oh no, is she gonna pull out the buzz saw? Yeah, yeah has that little buzz saw. Right. I was like, oh, that'd be dark. But then she didn't, and then Lola, you know. uh, she grabs, she grabs on Alola and she uh, pulls off the tracker. Mm-hmm. And, and Alola kind of turns back to the blue. She was had like red eye, now she turned back to a blue eye. Mm-hmm. And while this is happening, uh, Vader, you know, he goes into the tunnel and all he sees are dead stormtroopers because Ben obviously could take down two freaking stormtroopers. Yeah, easy. And at the same time, this happened. Leia finally fixes the door and everybody starts running to the cargo transport. And Ben and Leia, uh, they're reunited. And she asks where Tala is, and Ben is like really sad.
1: He doesn't even say anything. He just like looks at her. and He's like, no. Um. He
0: just like looks at her. And it's like like this. This poor kid is ten years old, and she's had to go through so much shit. It's, so many people yeah. have died.
1: Yeah. So while they're all running, uh, Haja drops the communicator. Which, yes, yep. you were right, Jaden. It was bound to happen. Vader is now making his way through the hallway and he's just ripping apart debris, throwing things around. He's pissed. He's ripping doors open and he walks. This is the best part of this. This is the best scene in the whole episode. Absolutely. It's amazing. He walks into the main area and rips open the door and we see the transport all of a sudden like going like it's ready. to It's it's like almost through the door and without even a hesitation, he's just walking. He just puts his hand up and in proper star killer you know action that would just make sam wit we are proud grabs the ship with the force and just stands there he struggles a bit i don't know if anybody's noticed but if you put the subtitles on it says
0: that vader's struggling just a little bit ah, It's it's not a struggle that that was I not a know. struggle he slams that thing into the ground he grabs it look it says he's struggling. I'm not I don't make the rules. It said he was struggling. I, I, well, that subtitle is wrong because let, let, me, let me explain something to you here. Uh Starkiller, you know, it's very impressive that he pulls that Star Destroyer out, right? Except he's not pulling the Star Destroyer out of orbit. He is redirecting it. That Star Destroyer was already descending when he pulled it down. True. What Vader did is yank down a fully powered up starship that was in transport. Yeah. Like we have seen other Jedi try to pull this off. Like we've seen uh Ray with the transport uh, that had that she thought had Chewbacca on it, mm-hmm. and then Ahsoka who had the, with the transport that had Maul on it. They struggled. Mm-hmm. Vader was just like, "Bop, Bing,
1: yeah, you're yeah. done." He he grabs it, slams it back to the ground. And then just starts ripping it up. He's just like, vroom, he, vroom, and you he hear him tore going like a
0: starship vroom. apart with the force, Dude, man. Holy crap.
1: He even you can hear the anger in his voice. He's using his voice. He's like grunting. He's like, like while he's doing it, and you're like, oh shit, he's pissed. And then all of a sudden it's empty. And he's like, what the fuck? And then the real one just like biffs it and gets out of yeah. there.
0: But <laughs> there was it was a shell game. There was one that didn't, you know, again, this is how Obi Wan like he knows Anakin, man. He didn't even think to look for two ships. But that's the thing. That, like, he distracted him with his own
1: anger and want for yeah. victory. And it just worked. And it was great. It just... Yeah. That ship just went poof. I don't want to say biffs it. I know I said biffs it. It, I don't, <laughs> it doesn't fall. But it, it just, like, it just goes, man. It, it, They are out of there so fast. That's what some people were saying, like, oh, how come he didn't just grab that one? One, <clears throat> the struggling line. It says that he was struggling okay, let's throw that
0: aside. He was distracted. That's, d- there's your answer. He, he was distracted. He was like, he, he looked at the thing and went, wait, wait, he's not in here? Where, where is, oh, there he goes. Yeah. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. Which, I, and, and, which is great because then it cuts to the flashback and Obi-Wan manages to dodge and roll without a lightsaber and he actually manages to dis- disarm Anakin and take his own lightsaber using the Force. And, you know, he's even says, I'm like, you're a great warrior, Anakin but your need to prove yourself is your undoing. Until you overcome it, a Padawan, you will still be. And Anakin looks, you know, visibly disappointed, but then it cuts to Vader looking up at the ship, and you know that in his head he's like, I'm still the fucking learner. Mm-hmm. I can't beat him. I've tried. Like, I'm still, I am the most powerful dark Side user ever, And I still, you know, like, he's having this big existential crisis moment in his head. He still says, like, so, like, if you guys think about it, like, back
1: in, well, future, I should say, episode four, he says, you know, last time you were the master and I was about to learn. Like, that's kind of how it is right now. It's still.
0: He's like, I'm, I'm stuck, man. I still can't beat this guy. And what's so funny is that. And he's still teaching him. (laughs) He's still giving him lessons. Like, inadvertently. It's so funny. And then of course, Reva chooses the exact worst fucking time. I love this. I love this because, like, if you look at it from this perspective, like, Reva thinks that she's the hero of her story. Mm-hmm. We all think we're the hero of our story. Yeah. But Reva's like, all right, this is my moment. I'm gonna do it. Uh... And she swings, and Vader's almost just like, like he looks at her. He's just more of a like, not now. In turn, like he just turns is like. And he just, he, like, dodges it with no problem. He just doesn't he even, her,
1: like, break a sweat. Like, it barely, no. like, lifts his hand up and just stops her lightsaber.
0: Yeah. And he turns her and he's just like, he's like, he was very wise to use you against me. Like, oh. Mm-hmm. Now, like, because I think the other thing, too, is, like, I think Vader sensed within the force that Reva was going to attack, which is why he wasn't trying to, like, grab, you know. He wasn't too like quick to grab the fighter because mm-hmm. I think I think, you know, doing what he did to that freighter again and fighting Riva probably might have been a little much for him. Mm-hmm. So he just he just like turns to her and oh, my God, this is like the best fight sequence that we've gotten in the show so far, too, because yeah. it's a lack of a fight sequence. Yeah, Vader, like she is she is going at him with everything she can. Riva is and Vader is just like sidestepping her. Like, it's just showing that she, he is, he is, this is not worth his fucking time. Like, he is on a whole other level than her. And she is going all out,
1: man. Yeah, that's the thing. She's going all out, and he's barely doing anything. Like, nothing. He's just, like, sidestepping yeah. her, and he's like, yeah, cool, whatever. It's He's, like, dancing. He's, like, doing, like, a little jig, and yeah. she's just, like, trying to hit him, can't hit him. And she gets visibly frustrated. So, being an Inquisitor, she has a dual-sided blade. Most of them, a lot of them I know do. And yep. it does, like, a little helicopter twirl thing. So she ignites the second half of her blade because she's pissed now. And this is when the fight, personally, I would say this, but I think this is when the fight takes an even more bad turn for her. Ha-ha, yeah. pun intended, because she turns the blade's rotation on. And the rotation feature is it's literally just a rotation feature. It's like a helicopter blade. Yeah, it's like, a the <laughs> helicopter
0: blade. Which people like to make fun of, but it's fine. I mean, it's like, okay, cool. I think it's cool. I think it's cool. It's cool, but know. how
1: practical is it? I mean, come on. Let's be real here. Vader just looks it's at it. It's great for and when just... you want to fly. Yeah, I know, right? But here's the thing. Vader just looks at it and just stops it with the force. He just stops the blade, slows it down, and then just yep. stops it and just takes the blade. Like with the fo- just, like, <laughs> just takes it. And he's like, thank you. He splits it in two because they, they break apart. He splits it in two, and he's like now holding two blades. And he just like tosses her the second one. He's like, "All right, here you go." She's not even worthy of him igniting his own blade. That is so like insulting. As like yes. the whole force using stuff. Like that's a huge insult. Like I'm gonna use your blade against you because like yeah, you're not worth my time.
0: No, and the best part is too is like you gotta remember the Siths. You you know their power comes from anger. Mm-hmm. So he's loving this man. He's like he's, he's like, yeah, because, like he's like. He's even trying to get her more angry. He's like, you're frustrated? Okay, here, you know, I'm going to fucking show you up, man. Like, even that, yeah. even at your most powerful, you can't fucking touch me. Well, he's
1: he's really angry. Not only is he angry, obviously, about, like, not being able to get Obi-Wan and all that, but he's mad at her because he was so close and she yeah. ruined like, it. like, this chick thinks that he, she can step up to me? Yeah. So they fight a little bit. They fight a little bit. Like, briefly, very briefly. And he, like, kind of starts to get bored after, like, eight swings. And it's just like, all right, no more of this. And he disarms her again. And now we have one of the coolest things I want to see more of. Dual-wielding Vader. He just has two lightsabers, and he's just standing there. And you're like, oh, shit. Because it looks, she's kneeling down. Like, she's, like, on the ground kneeling. And it's so reminiscent of Episodes 3, like, Dooku like duel you know where like Dooku's mm-hmm. just like on the ground and he's holding the two blades and it's so remi- he's a little further back but it's really reminiscent of that and you're like ah oh, shit and he just like stands there and towers over her with two blades it's so cool yep
0: and you know while she- she's walking over to her, she's getting flashbacks and all of a sudden she's just the scared little kid that she was and he Vader had, Vader fucking stabs her, and then says to her, "Did you really believe I did not see it, youngling?" Mm-hmm. It's like he knew. Like he this knew. entire time, Vader was like, "Yep, like you're you're the youngling. You're definitely her." I think make, maybe she got away with playing dead, you know, back at the temple. Yeah. but I think like when she showed up again, he was instantly like, "This is the chick that I I tried to kill earlier." Yeah, like what? And I think like and again, we re- you, you realize that Vader was using her. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. The, the, and he even says, you are of no further use. And it's great because then we see the Grand Inquisitor, the old one, the mm-hmm. OG, show up. And, he's, and he has that fucking shit green grin. And he just goes, hello, third sister. <laughs> Revenge does wonders for the will to live, don't you think? Your rage was useful. Now it is tiresome. We will leave you where we found you, in the gutter where you belong. Goodbye, Grand Inquisitor. Like, such a shitty... That was good. Fucking, he's like such a fucking uh, shithead supervillain pomp and circumstance. I love it so much. He even walks over and he takes the pin and they just look and leave her there to die. That's the only part of the thing that I didn't like. I was like, why is why is she still alive? Vader would have killed her. Come on. Hey, man, he thinks
1: he does. Because then we cut I back guess. to the ship. We cut back to the ship. Everybody's on board safely. But it starts rattling, and Roken comes over and says, hey, our hyperdrive is down, and they're right behind us. And then they do this really cool like back-and-forth cut stuff where it's Riva, who's not, she isn't done yet. She's laying there oh. like, I am not dying. She grabs her blade, and then she notices the communicator that Haja dropped. It's a little broken, but she notices it, and then it does this really quick cut to Ben, and he's like, oh, no, something's wrong. He realizes something's wrong. And he's like, uh, uh, and you can see him visibly shaken and, like, kind of freaking out. And then we cut back to Reva, and she crawls over to the communicator. And obviously it's damaged and stuff, but we hear bits and pieces of the message. Fuck. But we hear bits and pieces of the message. We hear Tatooine Owen the boy. And then it goes back to Ben, who's visibly, like, shaken. Like, he looks like he just saw a ghost. Not a forced ghost, like a real ghost. (laughs) And he knows it's No Qui-Gon cameo yet. Yeah, yeah, right, right. He knows it's not, like, over. And it's about to get a lot worse. And then all of a sudden, we cut to Tatooine. And we see Luke's farm. And then all of a sudden, we get this shot of Luke in bed sleeping. And then, boom, cut. That's it.
0: I, I was so happy with this episode, man. Yeah, I had fun. I thought it was great. We got so many answers. This, it was great. Everything, everything was wrapped up. I, I, I summarized a lot of. You know, I, I think we we can now get into the recap. thing. Yeah, so, Kevin, just totally. tell me, what did you think of this episode? Okay, so I
1: really enjoyed this episode, especially with the parallels of the duel. So. How much it felt very like uh, the Art of War kind of style, you know? Overall, yep. the pacing was pretty good. I didn't find myself feeling bored like something dragged out. You know, like it just kind of kept dragging on. But I did want a longer Vader fight. But I mean, come on, it's Vader. Like, yeah, duh. I thought that the shot sequences were done pretty well. I didn't expect an insane amount of action from it. We did get a pretty decent amount of action, but I didn't expect an insane amount of action from the episode. I'm not sure really why so many people expect this like old Republic style action of fighting from a broken man like Ben. Like the dude is still terrified. Like he doesn't. uh, We got a little bit of it with the flashbacks from the duel, but like don't expect the present day version to be super. You know, with it. Like his skill level is not. He's out of shape. Yeah, like I just I don't understand why people keep expecting this like grandiose fighting style when I'm like, bro, like he's depressed, he's got PTSD, he's got all sorts of problems. I, he's been living. I agree. As a I agree I with
0: know. that, but I also think we might get a a better fight in sure. the next episode. Sure. Finale. I think that's I I can understand something like that, but
1: I don't expect that to be the whole series. I just don't. I I really oh, no. don't.
0: Now, seeing the flash- it, it wouldn't make sense in terms of content either because exactly. you know this is the guy who's trying to hide. Exactly, he's not trying to fight. There you go, you, you you nailed it right on the head. Seeing the flashbacks
1: was really cool though. Like I thought that was great. Like everybody, my thought on this is that everybody loves to see the old Republic stuff a lot, and not just because of like these two, but I think it kind of parallels like our our own world. You know, we see this like utopian society where. All of our characters that we love, like, they're at their best. They're at their greatest. They're, they're all happy. And I think we are all drawn to that because that's what we want for our own world. Like, I want a world where Anakin is good and happy. Like, I want that stuff. So I, I can understand yeah. why people I mean... love these sequences that involve the Republic.
0: I mean how many how many times have you looked on Star Wars fan art pages and seen like a what if of Anakin, you know, raising Luke yeah. and Leia, yeah. not turning into dark sides. Like that's what that's what makes the prequels so good is it like we were so close to having a the good timeline. What's fun is you watch the prequels and all the time
1: in like episode three, you're like, Oh, this is the time, man. This is the one where he doesn't do it. Like yeah, I don't know. That's just be like, I—it's I, a tragic story. You see
0: it time and again in the Clone Wars show too, like where yeah. Anakin saves the day and is the hero, and it's like, it's, you know, that's what makes Episode Three of Star Wars so tragic because it's like, oh man, he doesn't save the day; he ends up being the cause of pain.
1: Yeah, and and that's the thing is, I, I think seeing those things it parallels obviously our world, but like, it's just, I get it. I get why people love these sequences. I loved it. Mm-hmm. I thought it was really fun. But I also, did I did too. this specific lesson, I think if you think about it, this specific lesson was so impactful on both of them that we can see how it influenced like, this specific situation for them. I think the remembrance of the lessons for Ben is also almost like him going through training again as well. And trusting his own lessons. So, first off, we see how impactful the lesson was that both of them are thinking about it simultaneously in this situation. But also, yep. because Ben's going through this reemergence, you know, like Obi Wan the Jedi is reemerging just even by thinking about the lessons to survive his current situation. So, I thought that was a really cool parallel of like, he's still a Padawan in his mind, you know? Like, he's reverted back, and now he's retraining himself through his life situation that he's going through. So I thought "Ah, that was really, really cool. I think that was really well done. Do you think this makes uh, Vader a better Sith Lord at the end of this? (laughs) Well, hey, like I said, he's still teaching him. That lesson was brought up. It's implied that both of them were thinking about that lesson while this was all going on. Like, it's implied, you know? Like, both of them are
0: thinking about it and i think that it's a
1: reinforcement
0: i don't know if vader was thinking of it at the time i think vader realized later on i I think obi-wan was like he's still he's still like i think obi-wan was realizing like you know vader is still anakin at the end of the day he is still anakin i agree i can still manipulate him
1: i agree with that but i i do think because they're doing the back and forth not only when ben is there and they're doing the back and forth for both of them i think that both of them are subtly at least thinking about the lesson I, I that's how I like to view it. Cinematically, okay, it makes that, sense. I mean, and,
0: I it does make sense. But you could even see where it's like maybe it was like Vader was like ah you know I have him just like I had him back then. Yeah, and then he kind of remembers the lesson. Maybe he thought it like oh like oh I you know it's gonna go different for me this time yeah. because I have because I I'm, I'm not trying. He's not my ma You know he's not my buddy. He's my target. Exactly. Yeah. True. True. Maybe.
1: I really enjoyed the subtle hints that the loader droid had emotion, like thought, emotion, and and was a lot more droids in
0: star Wars are like dogs that can talk. And I love it because they're just, they're just like, so such loyal. I mean, BD one from star Wars fall, Jedi fallen order is the worst one because it's like, he literally is just a puppy. He's just a puppy dog. Yeah.
1: But I, I really liked that this loader droid, it just shows that this guy was, it just shows that this loader droid is more than a two legged forklift. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. The little influences that droids have on characters is always something that I loved about Star Wars and this loader droid, holy shit. This loader droid, like Leia was right, like she was right. She she was right. Leia was right. This loader yeah. droid if it had like a sound system to be able to communicate would have so much to say. I personally yeah. think that this loader droid loved Tala, not like in love, but like loved Tala and was like, I, yeah. I care about this human so much. I literally am going to kill myself for this human. I'm going to sacrifice yeah, myself K- to save this human.
0: I actually, um, I wanted to pull up an excerpt uh, to talk, uh, from the novelization of Rogue One to kind of put it in perspective for you. Mm-hmm. There is, uh, I'm going to paraphrase it because it's a very long line, but uh, in the book, uh, when K2SO is dying you know the robot that uh, served with Cassian Andor mm-hmm. for all those years. The book says, uh, in his last nanosecond before powering down, he tries to come up with a scenario that involves Cassian surviving the battle on Scarif. The impossible probability that he will survive, and he comes up with a statistic that would that would make it likely. And in that last moment, he felt pleasure, knowing that there was a chance his buddy could survive. Jeez, and it's like. That's so cool because that's that's the mindset of this loader droid too, where he's like, yeah. "I'm gonna do what I can to try to make sure that Tala makes it out." And I, God, Star Wars droids are so fricking based.
1: I think Tala dying wasn't like a happy moment. Obviously, it was. I think a beneficial lesson for Ben that. Mm-hmm. It, he needs to be able to trust these people, and these people are giving their lives for him and others, and he needs to be okay with that. And I think that that is another lesson for him. You know, he's in war. Yeah. He, he, he might be a refugee in hiding and all this other stuff, but he's in war, and he needs to remember that all these people, they may not be soldiers, this specific person was, but they are, essentially, they, yeah, they are soldiers. Fighting. They're still fighting. Yeah, they're And he fighting. needs to be okay with that and needs to realize that.
0: He can't protect all of them. Some, some of them can protect themselves. Correct. Now,
1: Reva's story... Okay, I will say this. While predictable, was good. Predictable does not always mean I'm bad. I'm so glad
0: you put, said it like that. Seriously! I'm so glad you said it like that.
1: Predictable does not always mean bad. Obviously, we understood it because it was presented to us like that. We saw these children and then all of a sudden it cut to the Grand Inquisitor's landing and we see her obviously that's okay we got a lot more stories in star wars of the survivors like we're getting a lot of these stories of survivors of War to 66 throughout a lot of you know mediums right now video games tv shows movies like
0: it's okay i'm happy because for once it feels like my expectations were not subverted Mm -hmm. i'm just gonna take a dig at the last jedi here it's like I, you know, I was expecting like a plot twist of some something stupid, but no, it's like, hey, that thing you thought, it actually happened. And I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah. The storyline was, was it, it met its natural conclusion. And yeah. I'm like, thank you for not trying to throw a fucking monkey wrench in there.
1: Yeah. I, for no reason. Seeing what Order 66 did to these children and the different pathways that it set for them. I think that's good. I'm fine with that. I I'm fi- I yeah. think her idea of, like, I'm going to join the Order. I'm going to still learn the Force. I'm going to get a lightsaber. I'm going to find this asshole. I'm going to kill this guy. Okay, cool. Yep. I support this. This is a good story. I'm fine with that. That makes sense to me. And she's not all dark side. That's the thing. When Reva is... There's conflict is, in her. Exactly. There's conflict. But Reva didn't seem to be a full consumed dark side user. She was fueled by revenge. And fear, sure, like, I get that. But when Ben mentioned, you know, the other children that were there in the present, she was clearly concerned. Like, it wasn't like a full disregard, not like Vader. She was like, okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. And she was thinking, you could see the gears turning. I don't think it was gears turning to manipulate Ben. I think it's gears turning to like, okay, how could I possibly save these
0: people while also destroying my enemy? Like, you know what I mean? Like, I... I I didn't think it was bad. I don't think it was bad. I don't think she turned back. I will say this. I don't think she turned back to the light side. I really don't. I I... think that she is still, I think she is still a broken Sith user. She's still a dark side user. She is, she is consumed by the dark side, but in her own need for revenge not in the way of power. Yeah. Avenged is what she's seeking, not power. Yeah, like, kind of like episode two. I don't think she cares about anybody but killing Vader, honestly. Yeah,
1: like, kind of like episode two Anakin, how he obviously, we knew he had dark side problems for a while, but in episode two, when he kills everybody to, you know, avenge his mother, I don't think he went full dark side. I kind of think that's what she's at right now. I don't think she's... Consumed, I think a, she's... A, a
0: dark moment, maybe. Yeah, but not a full. I a think, dark
1: oopsie. I think she's got her feet <laughs> in the water, but I don't think she's swimming. You know what I mean? Okay, I get you. And seeing the, what happens to her is really sad and tragic, but she clearly survives. Honestly, I want to know what these people are eating that's letting them survive all these lightsaber stabbings. Because what the fuck, man? She's got. She was stabbed by Anakin. As a kid, you see him do it, but she survived. Yep. She was stabbed now again by the same person. She's alive. Clearly, they wouldn't show this of her finding this thing and all that stuff for her to just be dead in the next episode. This doesn't make any sense. Why would that? Why would that mean anything as an ending? She's alive.
0: Yep. What the hell? How it, is this person living? It well. Someone made the joke online like Qui Gon really wants to learn the secret of not getting of surviving a stab wound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I. It's so basically the the. The precedent has been set with other dark side users in the past. Basically, they use their rage and their hatred to keep yeah. themselves alive. Yeah, that's yeah. how Vader survived Mustafar. That's yep. how Darth Maul survived Obi Wan cutting him in fucking half. Yep. yep. in yep. Episode yep. One. So it it makes sense that they're using their anger. But I get the I I get why people are like wait a minute because yeah it kind of sucks that like they have this nah I don't feel like dying today kind of yep. kind of bullshit yeah and honestly. Uh,
1: I thought it was great. I think it's cool. I really, definitely think it's
0: cool. no. I think it's fine. I think it's. I. I. I think like at first I was like, oh, that's dumb, because cause, but I. I get why Reva had. To, Reva yeah. has to live for the plot to continue.
1: Yeah. You know. And like, my final thought too is, the Star Killer grabbing the ship style of Vader was the coolest thing to see in live action. I'm. I, I will say the CG was not the greatest in this episode. I, as well, I don't care. It was freaking cool to see that. And then I mean, dual wielding Vader was the fucking shit like let's
0: i want more Absolutely. i want more 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 More. More. well that's good because apparently they're talking about doing a season two and possibly a riva spinoff show i'm not sure i'm excited for the riva spinoff show i feel like her story is done really well in this medium where like she's a side character but who knows maybe they'll maybe they'll blow my mind with an amazing story i don't know maybe what do you think what did you think of this episode i know you loved it yeah sure um i loved it i i don't want to I could talk about it forever, but I don't want to because we'd run out of memory on our computers. Uh, oh. And I've, I, I, I think I agree with you on almost all the points that you've made too, so I'm not going to go back through them. I'm just going to say that um, what they're setting up for, this is a very tricky show to do because of the timeline, the where it is in the timeline, and I think that they're nailing it. Yeah, I think they took a big risk having him leave to go protect Leia like this, but I think it's really paying off. I'm gonna be interested in how they cut, they do, like, the, just, you know, making it so that everything is, like, back to normal in the sixth episode, because it has to be, because Bale is still a member of the Senate by Rogue One, you know, uh, Leia is still a member of the Imperial Senate in Rogue One, and A New Hope, so I'm very interested in seeing how this, you know, wraps up in the last episode, but I think, I think so far, yeah, like, everything you said, I completely agree with, like, I loved seeing vader just trolling her and not giving a shit just being like oh this is like you're so far beneath me i'm not even gonna kill you with my own lightsaber i'm gonna kill you with yours i yeah. love that shit and i and i the grand, and like i said all the all the questions we had got answered in this episode like the grand inquisitor like what the hell i thought he was you know i thought he was in rebels he is he didn't reva didn't kill him after all you know and i and like uh people were saying like oh he didn't look very good like that shot of him uh you know from her perspective while she's laying on the ground he looked positively menacing like he's standing at Vader's side like as not an equal but like on par with him where it's like hey you're not on the same level as either one of us you yeah. are scum compared to us
1: you are on the ground you are trash
0: yeah i was like oh my god that's so good and like he he's such a shithead even in even in rebels uh i yeah i'm just no No complaints this episode. Like I said, I was mad when I got the Organa thing, but like talking about it, I'm like, no, this makes sense. The Organa thing, he's a concerned parent. Like, you know, this isn't a mission for him. This is someone rescuing his daughter. If it was my kid, I would be, yeah, calling that investigator like every five minutes. Like, Hey, you got anything? Got anything? Yeah. Like he's nervous, you know? I think, I think we are setting up for a great finale. I, this one kind of felt finite in my opinion. So I don't know what episode six is going to be. I've, I saw a rumor that episode six might be an hour and 33 minutes long. Which I was like, if that's true, that would be awesome because that's a movie.
1: Hey, I mean, the Stranger Things finale, the last episode, is like two hours and like 19 minutes.
0: Oh my God. Yeah,
1: for season four, volume two. And so for this to be like a full length movie, you know, like a a movie, I'll take it. Why not? I won't complain about it. Absolutely.
0: And I think uh, the last thing I want to touch on too is the writing on the wall that we saw. Yes. Uh, so the internet has done their sleuthing, and uh, they they figured out like what some of the stuff says, like some you know the typical like you know the, may the force be with you that sort of stuff on there. Uh, Halcyon is mentioned again, so Corin's father is mentioned again on the on the cave writings. Uh, another one we saw was uh, the, I'm gonna read off a couple of names for you. Uh, Corwin uh, Shelve, I believe is how you say it. Corwin Shelve is a, he's, he was a human Jedi Knight during uh, Palpatine's Jedi purge. Which is kind of cool. Uh, a name says Tiberius. We don't know. That might be that might be a shout out to the Star Wars Galaxies Jump to Light Speed extension. Uh, you know, for the Star Wars Galaxies MMORPG. That'd be kind of cool if that got brought back. Ek- Ekria. Ecrea, and then uh, Roganda is Marin. So if you want to know who those guys are, look them up. You know, th- these are like, I th- I think these are just like fun little nods to some legends characters which i'm like ah eh, they probably won't show up but it's kind of cool that that there is an option for these guys you know i'm still i'm still holding out hope that we'll get kyle katarin in the ahsoka series i think that would be awesome just if give you me you Cal kestis Jedi, just give me Cal Jedi kestis Outcast. oh Cal kestis absolutely man that he might even show up in season two of kenobi if they i do it i think
1: that character was done so well that i can see i it just know he has to
0: game. die before a new hope why that makes me sad why you say that he doesn't have to I mean, that'd be kind of suspicious if he and Ahsoka both survived to to teach Luke stuff but aren't a part of his Jedi Order for the sequel trilogy. The sequel trilogy is just so messy. I'm we just going to are going to see
1: it. what happens in the next game, but we won't go too crazy on that.
0: No, no. I think, I think we should just wrap, wrap it up by getting our final thoughts out. Kevin, what do you think?
1: I liked it. I thought this episode was one of the stronger ones out of all of them, and I think uh, it sets up for something. I can't tell, and I think that's a good thing. Look, I, yeah, I, I like I said, predictability doesn't mean it's always bad. But I'm glad that I can't predict the ending of this. So no. I'm excited. I, I want to know what's gonna, what is gonna happen. Is she get, Is she gonna finally get back to Alderaan? Will Obi Wan survive? <laughs> find out on the next episode of Dragon Ball. I mean, yeah. uh, wait a minute. We know those things, but it's just it's fine.
0: Like I'm fine with it. I'm, let's let's find out what happens. I'm having fun. I'm hoping. Oh, maybe maybe we'll get maybe we'll finally get the Clone Wars flashback. That would be fun. I don't think so, but that would be fun. Well, we'll see. Alright, that about wraps it up for us, guys. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you did, please take a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. It really helps us grow the show, and be sure to connect with us on Twitch, Instagram, and Twitter at lore underscore party. Thank you so much for listening, and we will catch you on the finale.